0: Greetings and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Vanguard Central, episode five. Thank you for tuning in. Today's topic has been one of the most pressing concerns in the world, which I am positive you have heard about in the different forms of media and have experienced as a world citizen climate change. We will be exploring the causes and the impacts of climate related events and climate resilience. In the world and Rwanda as a country. So, without further ado, I am going to give a warm welcome to our guest today and, of course, give them a chance to introduce themselves and then we'll just get right into it. Uh, Magnifique, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you so much, Alice. Um, yeah, my name is Magnifique Mukunwa. I work at Vanguard Economics. I'm a senior analyst and I um, have a keen interest in uh, climate change, you know, mitigation and a- adaptation to climate change impacts what can be done. Um, so I'm very excited to be exploring that in this episode. Thank you so much, Nancy, for coming in. How are you feeling today? Um, well, I feel good. Uh, it's a sunny day outside, I can see. You love um, to hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, we're just going to get right into it, right? We're going to start with the questions. So, um, like I said before, we're tackling climate change. So, I think it's fair to just start from there. So, I think, can you just try um, to explain to us um, what exactly is climate change? Yeah. So, before we talk about what climate change is, you know, we need to distinguish these two types of of terms. So, climate and weather, because climate and weather are sometimes mistaken. So they both measure the atmospheric conditions, but climate is is different from weather because weather is just a short measurement of 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 atmospheric conditions, mm-hmm. and it changes, you know, day to day, year from year. While mm-hmm. you know, climate is a measurement of weather, but for a longer period of time. So we, when we are talking about climate change, we are talking about those long term, you know, changes in temperature and in weather patterns such as rainfall, wind patterns and um and, and climate change could be something you know local like climate change in Rwanda or it could be something that we talk about you know in terms of the planet as as a whole and what we know uh so far is is that climate change can be natural because the earth you know what causes climate change um uh, so before we when we dive into the causes of climate change, so there is this um, idea of greenhouse effect, which which actually um, is when the world is getting warmer because of the greenhouse gases, such as carbon um, dioxide, methane, um, and other gases that are in the atmosphere. So these gases trap heat. So the the heat that, that we get from the sun you know, what is radiated back to the atmosphere and is trapped by these greenhouse gases. So, um, usually this warming is natural, but since the, the 1800s, the, this warming increase in temperatures has been unusual, mainly driven by human activities. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, these human activities include mostly the burning of fossil fuel, like, Coal, oil, and gas, but also other causes uh, you know, like deforestation. So, since two thousand, uh, mm-hmm. the world has lost eleven percent of forest cover, which is like equivalent to one seventy six gigatons of uh, carbon emissions that are released back oh. into the mm-hmm. atmosphere. So, those two main things um, are the drivers for you know for global warming, and it has they have a huge impact on the way we live. Even here in Rwanda, on the way people in different countries are living. So I think we just um take it from there and explaining where where Rwanda is in, in terms of climate change itself. Yeah. So Rwanda, okay, if I start with Africa, so Africa's contribution to to CO two emissions hmm. is almost I would say almost non-trivial. It's, the latest uh, report says 3.8% of CO2 emissions come from Africa. So it's almost negligible. Mm-hmm. And now if you go to Rwanda, uh, CO2 emissions are very low. Mm-hmm. But it does not mean that Rwanda shouldn't, or Africa, these you know developing countries shouldn't be worried or shouldn't take um, measures to fight against climate change because um countries like Rwanda, you know, these developing countries are actually the ones that are most vulnerable to the impacts of climate change because we don't have lots of infrastructure to cope up with the impacts of climate change mm-hmm. and we are the ones that are, especially in sub saharan Africa, we are the ones that are mostly affected. Even if you don't emit much in terms of greenhouse gas emissions, mm-hmm. but they are very vulnerable. So that's why when we are talking about what can be done in terms of increasing climate resilience, we don't, we don't just talk about what developed countries can do, but we also talk about the involvement of developing countries is very necessary. We know Climate change is a shift, like a long-term shift in the, like in patterns such as temperature, rainfall. So in terms of t- temperature, though, like the world since eighteen hundreds, the world has seen an average uh, increase of one point one Celsius degrees. But in Rwanda, we actually we are actually um, seeing a higher average. Um, actually, when People also look at the predictions. Rwanda may see a huge increase, which is up to two two Celsius degree, which is huge. Yeah, and you know this increase in um, in temperature, of course, alters so many things. You know, in the life of Rwandans, I mean, even globally, Anyway, so. <laughs> yes. So you mentioned the prediction to two. I think people averaging think that, you know what, that's not so bad. So how how exactly are we, when you say a change of one degree, how how bad is it? Yeah. So even mm-hmm. 0.1 Celsius uh, degree is, is bad. Mm-hmm. For instance, globally, if we have uh, an increase of one Celsius degree in temperature, Mm-hmm. That actually goes and melts the ice. it also affects like the the sea level because when it's warm, water expands mm-hmm. so now people that are living in the coastal regions mm-hmm. you know they are more vulnerable because now water will come to their houses so it, even zero point one affects so many things so when we when we look at how we are affected by climate change. There is this thing that, um, an increase in temperature, mm-hmm. think when you hear people, you know, training or now it's raining more often, we're getting First. flooding events than we used to, We used to, or like we have more severe rainstorms than we, we used to, to have in the past few years. Mm-hmm. And that is because that uh, increase in temperature. So when temperature increases, so there is more water vapor, so that mm-hmm. means water escapes and goes to the atmosphere. atmosphere. So when there's water vapor in the atmosphere, that means there is more water. So when mm-hmm. it rains, it rains heavily mm-hmm. and that leads to like flooding, to, you know, intense rainstorms. So the one, the salacious degree increase, mm-hmm. it affects um, the weather patterns, like in a way that we cannot um, imagine. So it's very essential that, you know, we keep, we know that this uh, temperature increase because Climate change is, is a global uh, phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Let's say Rwanda emits uh, CO2 in the atmosphere. It can have impact in Europe, which means that even though Rwanda does not emit a lot of carbon um, ox- dioxide emissions, still you know, we are experiencing huge impacts of climate change, mm-hmm. you know, huge impacts of global warming. Mm-hmm. The first one is you know drought, that is caused by water scarcity in the eastern province. So you know, in this eastern province, we have a problem of water, and that affects, um, you know, the agricultural sector. You know, we know in Rwanda our our agriculture is rain-fed. So if you don't have, you know, if it's some parts of the country do not have enough water, you know, enough rain to help, you know, in agriculture, that is food insecurity there. And uh we also we we've also been seeing you know flooding events more often than you know we used to especially in the western uh, province mm-hmm. and you know when it floods of course our lives that are at stake um, but also infrastructure our livestock mm-hmm. and also landslides that wash away agricultural land and also you know in in Recently, we conducted um, research in the northern province, so we to understand how climate change is impacting farmers. And some farmers reported that the rainfall season is starting earlier than you know than they used to. So, like it's raining over the summer, and that impacts their the agricultural seasons. And um, in in twenty eighteen, Rwanda there was an estimate that was done and it showed that uh, we are losing 200 million USD per year because of the impacts of climate change, you know, because of property, the crops, livestock, and other sorts of losses that, you know, we are encountering as a country. So, And, you know, these impacts shed light on the urgency of taking measures, sustainable measures, you know, to help our country um, you know, adapt. You know, be more resilient to the impacts of climate change. I see. I see. Uh, Those are very good points. Um, I think up until now I hadn't really thought um, of of how grave um, these impacts really are. And I think, I think now the the question would be, what exactly are we are we doing about this? So. You know, because climate change is a global issue, mm-hmm. now countries have realized that, well, we need to act mm-hmm. because we don't act. You know, the temperature keeps, keeps rising, you know, due to this, the CO2 emissions that have never stopped. So there are different initiatives that have been put in place to, um, to empower countries to you know, to have capacity, you know, technical capacity, financial capacity, you know, to put in place these um, mitigation and adaptation measures. So one of uh, the those initiatives was the establishment of the international, the intergovernmental panel on climate change, which is known as uh, the IPCC. Uh, this ipCC was set up back in nineteen eighty eight uh it's a, it's a it's a body of the United nations you know Rwanda is part of you know the one nine five member states. So another initiative that we cannot forget is also a body of the United Nations, mm-hmm. which is called the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. Um, is it's a wing of the United Nations that was set up in 1992, just right after the IPCC. Mm-hmm. And its mission is to support the global response to the convention, uh, the global response to the threat of climate change. Uh, the other important initiative, global initiative is the Green Climate Fund, which is also, um, a body of the of the united nations and this is for helping you know countries um achieve their goals uh their goals in the nationally determined contributions so the green climate fund um provides you know funding to countries to implement uh, mitigation and adaptation measures and rwanda has benefited from this fund for instance, there are two projects that are currently being implemented in Rwanda. One is called the It Chumbi that is, you know, improving climate resiliency in the, in the northern Rwanda. There is also this project by the IUCN, uh, called the TRIPA that is accelerating restoration, you know, land restoration in the eastern province. And in terms of, you know, national initiatives, Rwanda has also put in place some strategies to, you know, to help the country move um, towards green growth, you know, to help the country prioritize, um, you know, sustainable development because uh, Rwanda understands that, you know, um, development cannot happen at the expense of climate change so development and climate change, climate resilience have to be um you know taken together one cannot happen you know without the other um so rwanda for instance among the policies that and strategies that have been put in place is the green growth and climate resilience strategy that aims to to help rwanda integrate Climate resilience in all sectors of of economy. Through this strategy, Rwanda is promoting green business and those, you know, different uh, sectors that Rwanda is tackling for sustainable development. And there are multiple, you know, strategies like for for environment, uh, for climate resilience that Rwanda has has embarked on. So, how do you think we should be moving forward? Then this fight against climate change how do we involve even people as well and do they even play a huge part in in, in this change at all yeah Mm -hmm. the first thing that i would like to highlight is that it's it's essential that developing nations take part in this movement you know in this pressing global issue as i said earlier You know, Africa is very vulnerable to the impacts of climate change. Even though we don't produce much emissions, but we we are still experiencing impacts. We are still seeing droughts like in Ethiopia, in Sudan, and we are still, we are seeing how climate change can fuel like conflicts between farmers, uh, because of, you know, like water scarcity. We need to, to put in place systems, you know, to empower us and to make us ready for any, you know, climate related event. Um mm-hmm. and another point is that, you know, sometimes when you talk about climate change, we tend to forget that it's also our our role, you know, as individuals, it is we've gotten a huge part in fighting against climate change. At the end of the day, it's us who are using cars that burn fossil fuel who are you know, relying on non-renewable sources of energy. It's us that also deny climate change. So we shouldn't just leave it up to the government. We should also take our role in this. We've seen how, for instance, uh, how, you know, young, young uh, people, you know, have taken just more initiative in their local communities to plant trees. And these initiatives, you know, are are working. So even if you are not able to, you know, to start an initiative that brings together people, but if you start with how you consume the things you consume, um, you know, your lifestyle. If you adjust your lifestyle, I adjust my lifestyle, you know, and everybody in the world adjusts their lifestyle, then you know we will be fighting the this um climate change issue. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much. Um, for such amazing points, Manifik, and thank you for this discussion. I think it was very eye-opening and insightful. Whoever will share this, and if if this has been a very long, confusing conversation for you, I think Manifik has mentioned something, which is development cannot happen at the expense of climate resilience. We can take that with you, and we will be good. So yes, thank you so much, you for coming in uh, and and taking the time with us to discuss. Uh, for this episode, you guys know the drill. You let us know what you what you think about the episode, what you think about um, what we've said today. Subscribing to our to our channel. We will continue being together within the next um, with the next month with another topic, and don't miss it. Cheers.